Hello and welcome to For the Love of Stories. Yay, let's get right into it. How is everyone? Good, I hope. Uh, if not, eh, sorry about that. Uh, maybe this will brighten your day. Um, so sadly, due to some recent things that I have been looking at, I would be unable to share my email, meaning that there is not going to be a drawing competition. I'm sorry if people were sad about that, but it's, it's going to be all right. If you didn't, if you didn't hear this in the last episode, yes, I'm doing a more, I'm doing another voice message competition. And if you want to, if you need help, you should go to the, on, in the description, and there is a link, and you just go to the link, and it'll instruct you, and you can send it, and it'll be featured on the, on the podcast. And I am encouraging anyone who has a question to ask me to send in a question because I still do want to an episode Q&A. I don't know if we're there yet, but we're getting close to the 25th episode, including bonuses and trailers. And I've decided, since I've been reading a really good book, and I will tell you what it is on the 25th episode, we will be celebrating Spotlight Story Day, in which I will spotlight one of my favorite books. And so soon you will see what it is, and you'll understand why I'm doing it. And if you haven't already caught the reference to what I'm doing, then uh, you'll see soon. Don't want to give anything away. So with that, let's dive into the story. Uh, Just let me hold you for one second, and then we can go to the story. Uh, Just remember that there are spoilers in this, uh, and uh, it's kind of like a watch at your own risk if you haven't watched other episodes. Yeah, so enjoy. Emily had been sitting in this uncomfortable bed for at least two weeks now. She hadn't moved except for when they insisted she had to go outside. They would wheel out her bed and then they would pull her up and carry her into a low branch in a tree. There she would lie, she would lean her back on it and rest in the cool air. Emily never spent any time with the big man and the old lady. They were always talking in the other room. Whenever there was one near her, she tried to get some sort of explanation about so much of what was happening, why she was stuck in this house, what happened to her mother. Sorry, my mom is talking to my dad outside. She was nervous every time she saw them come in and they had a dark look on their face, but they would always leave before she could get too much in. One day, she had had enough. She called them both in and demanded explanations. First, she asked the big man, what were you doing on my mother's ship and why? The man only replied with, your mother... Well, yes, she did have a core. She still hated core users. She wanted all of the power for herself, a belief unlike many of the others. So she enlisted some powerful cores to be around her, knowing she would only end up killing them. But still they worked together to find you, so that she could have you in your grasp, her grasp. I was one of them, but I was working with Harriet to help. Harriet is the old woman. 
Your mother, while we were flying, began a procedure that released a bolt of energy. It caused me to crash the ship. So that was, that was always the plan. What was not the plan was having the ship blow up and burn down, or that a purple flame would start. I was going to carry you away to safety, but some we have reason. But then the purple flame. We have reason to believe that your mother was killed in the explosion, but we never know for sure. Harriet and I live just at the edge of the human world and the core users as well as human world. We are right between Abadarak and Earth on a small island in floating in the air that was that fell beneath the two. No one can reach us here, not easily, but the last killers will be here soon to take you. Now the old woman, whose name was Harriet, began to speak. There is a safe place we can bring you to. We would have to stay with you for a while, but then we must leave you, and you must journey yourself to the to the castle to free what the small amount of cores users left. But you must be careful, for when they attacked and when the great fire broke out, many were infected with purple flat flames to the point where they are unstable and magic and using their core's power may only burst may only backfire for them we will be moving you tomorrow but for now you must get some you must go outside and with that there wasn't another word as they slowly wheeled out the bed out the door and into the forest She'd seen all of this place almost every day when they would roll her out, but she didn't care at this point. Emily just cared that she was outside and happy. They propped up the bed and pulled her off of it, being careful to carry her until they reached the beautiful oak tree she had sat in almost every day. A huge branch laid somewhat five feet above the ground, and the big man easily put put her up on the stump. She called down to him, asking what his name was. He said, Brock. His name was Brock. All these days he had, she had been calling him the big man when his name was Brock. That was a interesting thing she found out. She lied in the trees and closed her eyes. Soon she fell asleep. But when she woke up, she was not in the tree. She was in a blizzard. She felt herself being wheeled on the rickety bed. Both Brock and Harriet's faces were looking over her with grave... What's the word? I don't even remember. With grave concern. There we go. Thank you for listening to this episode. The last, the last killers part two. I forget what it called it now. Oh my god, final killing order. Maybe I don't know. Uh, but yes, please send a voice message if you can, and I hope to be back as soon as possible. Bye.